Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Chase Farthing behind the microphone with the USA Real Talk. Let's get straight into it. We've been waiting for almost a year on the case of George Floyd. He was found guilty today. All three charges. I believe he's getting a uh, 20-year sentence. I believe that was just pronounced also. Uh, there was uh, mixed emotions here. It was about 50-50. Uh, a lot of people want to say they were happy that he was found guilty. Uh, a lot of people said he didn't do nothing wrong because uh, George Floyd was high on drugs. If he didn't do what he did, Let, let's be let's be clear on that. You're, everybody was right. Every, everybody has a, a right to opinion. Uh, I think that he should have been proven guilty because he shouldn't have the knee on the neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds or over 9 whatever. Let's keep it the time as it was. It was 8 minutes and 46 seconds. And that's that. Okay, the jury found him guilty. The, now I'm sure that the uh, the lawyer for uh, Officer Travin, uh, Chavez I ever want to say his name. Anyways, I'm sure that he's going to try to fight for an appeal to have it re uh, reverse. Is it still going to be uh, over with? Not. It, it won't. And, you know, not only that, we got Kyle Rittenhouse coming up, in, I believe, in a month or so. And a lot of people are still saying that's like 50-50. We haven't talked about that case in quite some time, but, you know, we're not going to bring that case up until it gets close. Um, now, and actually, might as well, you know, consider Kyle House was at a bar with his mother, and consider, I guess, he was, he was considered called a racist because of the, that stupid old K symbol. What's with that? Now, you know, for a long time in the sign language, you know, that's for, that was the okay symbol, and now I, I don't think they changed that, or I think they have, or they're still working on that, but... Now that's considered a white supremacist hate crime, and Ben and Jerry's ice cream is no longer sell, uh, no longer selling their vanilla ice cream, and consider it represents white supremacists. But I guess uh, every ice cream company now that sells uh, vanilla ice cream are consider uh, now white supremacists or racist. And Blue Bunny, they're still selling it. You know, for Ben and Jerry's, because they're like, you know, we're done. And there was a tweet out there. We're done. We should, we're going to automatically quit uh, selling vanilla ice cream now. Uh, we're with the left. There should be no no police. But, you know, let them go with that. If any, if, Once again, any company, I went, I actually would, was talking to a friend of mine. Actually, we had some comments. Because, you know, we had some agreements. And, you know, we were kind of on the same eye. Because we were talking about. Uh, justice for victims. There should be justice. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think it was because I mentioned, oh, okay, now George Floyd. And I, I got an article to bring up here. But then I mentioned, okay, what about Ashley Babbitt, who died, who was shot and killed in January on the 6th? And, you know, even though I did say, yeah, she shouldn't have been there, she shouldn't have done what she did, but we're talking about victims. She didn't deserve to die. We want to talk about victims. George Floyd, they say he's a victim. He shouldn't have been killed. He shouldn't have died. 
Same thing with Jacob Blake. You know, when he got uh, shot sometimes, Mr. Wright, he shouldn't have been shot. Things like that happen. But if we're going to mention those two guys are, uh, are victims, I brought on Miss Ashley Babbitt, who was, what, in the 30s, I believe, still, at the time, if I remember correctly. And they said, you know, they all couldn't... Ugh. Where, where's the officer that's been charged? How comes that officer is still out there? How comes that officer is still being wearing the badge? If we're going to talk about victims, I'm going to mention them. I'm going to mention everyone. You know, there's over billions of, of uh, excuse me, over millions and billions of uh, victims. Uh, I guess you can't name all, but I, I stood where I was standing, and I mentioned this. Uh, this is a tragic tragic loss you know I, I, this is no longer George Floyd no we're, we're done he's his family gets justice which the, his, the daughters and his grandchildren I think he has grandchildren they 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 get justice it's over but once again is it going to be enough or they can still do the looting the writing yeah because Maxine Waters is like still encouragement I guess uh that Democrats are now going back and not, not agreeing exactly what she said. Because let's be honest, if a Republican, remember Donald Trump, when he had his speech, they all blamed him for the violence and the looting and the rioting that happened in the excuse me, at the Capitol. They blamed him. Now, now an own Democrat did it. Democrats are starting to see that they're be shouldn't be holding responsible. I don't think Maxine Waters is going to be responsible for a lot. Uh, but what she said is co completely not right. Especially when she kept saying we you need to attack every Trump fan, every any per white person if you don't see if you if you see any Trump supporter or any uh, person of uh, white, you need to let them know they're they're not welcome here. Get a crowd approach to them. Instead of, you know, here's the thing, though. She wouldn't be held accountable. That's anybody that does that because they were telling, because she said, you're dumb. You're a complete moron, and you need to really get, you, you really need to get educated better. That's it. And so I was talking to a friend. I'm going to uh, let her be anonymous. And, you know, we were having conversations. Uh, you know, I like the fact that she said until all injustice is solved, then we have to go back all the way from cases that uh, still haven't been on solved, which, you know, I've been doing my missing segment and one of segments. But we have some updates, and I'm glad to get some more updates here. It's it just been unbelievable. Uh, we're going to get that here shortly. So... You know, it's finally over. I know we got Kyle Rittenhouse. We got the officer coming up in a couple months, I believe. You know, we'll go from there. We'll wait and see when all, how that's going to break down and happen. But finally, that's over. I, I know a lot of us have been waiting over a year to find out if he's going to be guilty or not guilty. We can slowly move on off of that and slowly move on to the next case that we have to be worried about. But I, I'm going to mention an article that the media does not want to report. It's, you know, it's sadly, it is uh, very sadly to, to mention that. 
And this is uh, the seven-year-old girl. This is the seven-year-old girl in Chicago at McDonald's with her father. Uh, this happened just a couple days ago. Actually, no, I believe it happened this Monday morning. Okay, yeah, it happened Monday morning. Well, here it is. In Chicago, Illinois, a seven-year-old girl was shot and killed in a fast food drive-thru on College West Side Sunday afternoon. Okay, it happened on Sunday. Police said, Monday morning, police said the girl's father remains hospitalized in serious condition. Family identified the girl as Jocelyn Adams. The girl and her father, 29 years old, were in a car at McDonald's drive-thru around 4.15 p.m. when they both were shot. A McDonald's employee said two men jumped out of another car, ambushed the family, and started firing repeatedly into the car. Adams was struck multiple times in the body with man uh, in the body, man struck in the torso. Police said officers already at the scene placed the badly injured little girl in the back SUV and raced toward the nearest hospital. The girl was transferred to a local hospital where she was pronounced dead. Now her family is in mourning, which, by the way, our, our thoughts and prayers are, are with the family. And, you know, I don't know if the, the father's been told yet. I'm, I'm sure he has been. If um, that his little girl is no longer there. And this is a, a little girl. You know, we all want to get upset. Everybody got upset over what happened to George Floyd or Jacob Brooks. Uh, or excuse me, Jacob Blake and Mr. Brooks uh, back in Atlanta last year. Or, and as well, Dante Wright. What about the little girl that was just lost life? She's seven years old, still a baby, still a child. And, nobody, and, and here's the sad part. I've said this earlier. Where's the Black Lives Matters? Where's the, where's the riots? Where's the justice for that? They're nowhere near found. They, they've been saying no justice, no peace. And they want justice. They want it now, which everybody wants justice now. But you want to say Black Lives Matter, show up. Show them on everything. Don't just show up when a white person kills a black person. I, now, I don't know if this was another black-on-black -black crimes, but, and that's not the point. I, I don't even care. They want to say that this that black lives matter. Prove it to this little girl, because other than that, this, this organization don't give a damn. They don't. This is what also continues. Please put the guns down. Said uh, Twainy McKellen, the victim's aunt, my eight-year-old baby was. She says doesn't want to go out and play because she's scared to be uh, scared to get shot. If you have kids, any kids, you have ever taken your kids to McDonald's? Have you took your kids to eat? Said six of the half bullets in the in the baby. That don't make you a man. That don't make you a gangster. Something's wrong with you. Detectives are investigating, and no one and no one's in custody. Mayor Lori Lankfoot tweeted Sunday night saying, I'm heartbreaking and outraged that a seven-year-old child was killed this afternoon in Chicago West Side. This unthinkable act of violence has no place here. The epidemic of gun violence is cutting our children's lives short and cannot go on. Well, Mrs. Lawyer Lori Lankfoot, you don't care.
You know, here's the thing. If you want the violence to stop on black and black crimes or, or just stop killing children, period, then get behind the law, the law enforcement officers. Let them do their job. You know, you want the police team to fund it because you want it to. This happens. You know, make the laws harder. Make it more simple where police officers have to have the stuff that they need to do their job to put people behind bars. And as well, for the people there just that saw something, I know you saw something, go into the police department. You're not being a snitch. You're not being a rat. You're being justified. You're, t- you're giving this young child justification. That's what you're doing. And if you don't believe that, then shame on you. Shame on you. This is where I rather, if I wanted to, uh, ride, loot, protest out in the streets and say, this little girl deserves justice. Not not so criminal. Not a criminal. This little girl deserves it. That's what I see. You know, and I, I'm going to keep saying it to the day I die. The people that are our real victims deserve it more. Now we are going to get information on the FBI update. So we're happy to say that uh, a lot of new things because people are growing some uh, tips. They refuse to let down now, uh, be scared anymore. I'm glad for that. Remember, the FBI are still trying to find the suspects of the bank burglary tra- robbery in Brooklyn Park Center. In Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota. Now we do have from information that they are two black males. One black male is wearing a dark sweatshirt. He's about twenty to mid twenties to mid thirties. Uh, he has a mustache, which could have shaved it, but he's wearing a black sweatshirt, blue pants. He's got a white with yellow on the sho- uh, shoelaces and white shoes. The other is also a black male. He's got a black jacket with gray as well. He's got a, it looks like there's something on the on the kneecap with something red, something at the bottom. So please, that's the little update that we got. It might not be much, but you know, it's better than nothing. But so please, if you still make know anything, please make that call. That is the update that we have for the, the bank burglary, which still going to take it more than nothing we also were talking about a missing children so we are glad to tell you now the missing pike county teen teenager which we had i got her name here so just <laughs> hold on had a name here saria strawberry strawberry she has been found safe that is great news this is actually was the story. A missing Pike County teenager has been found safe, according to authorities. Mississippi Bureau of Investigation issued a missing slash endangering child alert Monday night for Saria Strawberry, who is 14, of Magnolia. Law enforcement officials said in the alert that the teen may have been with Martin Strawberry or Christopher Bound. Brown, the Pike County Police Department or Sheriff's Department, said Tuesday that both men have been captured. Martin Strawberry is imprisoned in, 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 in tents who has been 
on our radar for a while as a registered sex offender. Pike County Sheriff's Department and Janesboro have said, investigators said members of the Pike County community tipped them off about Sarita being with two men. Martin Strawberry is located Sarita, but deputies haven't said how. For the fact that we do believe Martin Strawberry is a danger to children and it's important that we get the missing girl back as soon as possible, Brumfield said earlier Tuesday, well, we have been looking for him for our failure to register as a sex offender. This is the third incident we were looking for before this child came up missing. It was immediately known. So it was not immediately known where Syria was found or what charges, if any, the two men were faced. But we have confirmed that she is found safe. And we are glad for that. So it was just covered it was just eight hours ago that she has been found safe. She is out of harm's way. We are glad for that. And also, in other news, we had two teenagers who were also missing which was Devarney between uh Balancourt, Maria Nelson. They have been found safe. So we are glad to say we found that they are found safe. They're now off the paper. They're also off the app, which I found that out earlier. So once again, Noah Farley, Haley Belgan, Christina Holton St. Kitts, China Morgan, Kashi Banks Jones, Rafael Martinez, his mother, Liliana Falingo, Castillo Rodriguez, Alyssa Cortez, her brother, Christopher Cortez, Alex Chabalik, Kavila Perry, Lillian Caldwell, Justin Harris, Daquan Banahan, Aaron Guerrero, Honey Murray, and Hannah Kamalian. They are still missing. They're still missing. We need to find them. Let's get them found today. And I'm proud, I'm actually really proud to say that we do have a new one. We also have another new FBI case. This is for, uh, we're going we're gonna to do the missing. We're, let's do that first. So I'm sorry, I had that switched. We also need your help. So what we got? In the missing case, in Wisconsin needs your help finding two children. One is Joanna Vargas. Joanna was last seen February 28th, 2021. She's been missing for one month and 22 days. She was born August 31st, 2005. She's 15 years old, female, Hispanic, brown hair. She's got hazel eyes. She's five foot ten. Excuse me, five foot, 110 pounds. You can call the Milwaukee Milwaukee Police Department at 1414-935-7243. Also, the National Center for Missing Exploited Children. You can call the 1-800-843-5678. As well, it's 1-800-THE-LOST. You can contact police. Let's find her. She's been missing for quite some time. This also has been a long case Actually, it's not a long case, but we need your help to find this one. This is just brand new. Destiny Rockwell Chapel, also in Wisconsin. They're, they're, both photos are shown to Destiny. 
Destiny, she still may be in the local area. Destiny may be in the company of a juvenile male. She may have changed her hairstyle. This is Milwaukee, Wisconsin, June 26, 2005, 15 years old. She is a black female, black hair, and brown eyes. She's 5'4", 135 pounds. This is the story that we... This is the story of her case, of the case right today. Hold on here. Still gonna try. There we go. Milwaukee police are investigating a report of missing 14-year-old girl Destiny Rockwell Chapel was last seen on January 27th, according to her filer or file or fire from the Wisconsin State Patrol, the National Center for Missing Exploited Children. Destiny made me in the company of an adult man, officials say. She also may also have changed her hairstyle. Both may still be in the local area, continuing to their flyer. Anyone with information on Destiny's whereabouts, please contact the Milwaukee Police Department. That So once again, that is the, the report that we got. We don't know what the male's name is. We're hoping to find out here soon. So please, if you know anything of Destiny Rockwell or Joanna Vargas, please make that call. We actually will give you here in a second. I'm going to have to type back up on uh, <clears throat> give you a, a kind of a look up again. So this was actually she's once again still 15 Still not a lot of information on her case, so hopefully we'll find out on Johanna Bargos. Once again, I actually will say this. I'm sorry for uh, information if I got it wrong, uh, her name. 4'8", 105 pounds with brown hair and hazel eyes. So once again, if you have any information of those two children, they need your help tonight to find them. I'll keep updated. Hopefully we'll find soon. But now, this is an FBI case. For the Manhattan uh, man as his mall shooting, this we need your help for the victim that lost her, his life to, that lost his life. The FBI is offering a reward up to five thousand dollars for information leading to the identification, arrest, and conviction of the people responsible for the murder of Jamal Valerian La Graves. This happened in Manhattan, Virginia, on April second. The FBI Northern Virginia Safe Street Violent Crimes Task Force is assisting the Price uh, is assisting the Price William Police Department in Virginia with the investigation into the murder of Jamal Jamar Jamar J A H M A R Mr. Graves. I'm just going to call Mr. Graves now. Graves is 34 years old from Baltimore, Maryland. He was killed in 22-year-old victim, no name was wounded in a shooting that occurred at Provincillary uh, 11.15 p.m. on April 2nd uh, this year during an altercation in the parking lot outside the, of the mall uh, in Virginia. Investigators are seeking the public's assistance in identifying two male suspects, one me female suspect as well. Anyone else involved in the shooting surveillance video can be found on, their, on the app here. So this is... So this is male suspects one. He is black. He's wearing a black cap. He's wearing a black shirt. I can't tell what he's got. Uh, he's got a beard, which once again could be shaved, but that's what he looks like. 
Male suspect number two, also black. I'm saying that these people could be between their 20s and 30s, by the way. This black male has got a black jacket with white stripes on the sides from the shoulder. He's also got a maybe some beard. This is the female suspect. She could be black or, or uh, biracial. I'm going to make, put it there. Maybe a little, light, little bit of a white and a little bit of black. So I'm going to leave it right there. She's got hair and her hair was in a tie. Or a, a hair was pointed up as well. I can't tell you. She's wearing black shoes, white stripe on the shoe at the bottom. So it's all black. She's got a black mask. So if anybody has no information as well, you can download the FBI app, which is really cool. And you'll see this information. Also, the video surveillance is on YouTube. So please make that call to the FBI uh, in the Washington, D.C. field office or taking over the, call, the case. 202-2782-000. And once again, you can rename Anonymous on all these tips that they need your help on. And we also don't have any information of new things on the rest of the FBI cases. But I, I do want to mention, once again, we want to talk about uh, Black Lives Matter. I, I'm going to say, because this happened quite a bit ago. Where are they at now? Where, where are they still at for this uh, seven-year-old girl that lost her life at McDonald's and, and a drive-thru? Her father still is alive. I'm glad he still is. And I, I'm praying that he will be good. I'm praying that he will be okay. Uh, it hit home. It does hit home. And so once again, it's going to get ugly. This is something that I would take more personally because, you know, not only I'm a dad, I'm an uncle, I'm a proud uncle. And if this doesn't boil, make you boil more than anything else, more than George Floyd, more than Jacob Brooks, or Jacob Blake, or uh, yeah, definitely Jacob Blake. I'm sorry, I keep getting him and Brooks wrong for whatever reason. That happened in Atlanta a year ago. This is more serious than I think. Because this male, that I don't know, you know, I don't know his record. I'll keep the information on that for you guys. But once again, where, where's justice? There will find please if you know anything please get those three people behind bars because they definitely deserve to be locked up. But you know Maxine Waters should be back in DC saying the exact same thing. I couldn't sleep. I had to be here. Go to hopefully she goes to Chicago and say I can't. I couldn't sleep still because this has got to stop. I am encouraging everybody to protest there. If they, if she wants to keep doing that, go to Chicago now. What's leave Minneapolis? You got one officer in custody behind bars for 20 years or so. Let's move on now. When the other officer comes back, for her case, go back then. Let's go to Chicago. We got to solve this crime. We, we got to worry about this little girl's life now. She's gone. Let's get her justice. Let's encourage celebrities to donate billions of dollars. Once again, you know, how about the Black Lives Matter founder? She donates $3.7 million dollars. Uh, to to this family. How about that? Why don't you donate money? Why don't you give some of that money to that little girl's family? They because they could use it, but 
are they going to? Is she going to, going to? If she does, I'll be shot. It, I, I would be honest. Like, if Maxine Waters goes out to Chicago and talks about and wants to be there for that little girl, I'll be shot. I would be amazed because it's only she's only there because of the what uh, uh, between a white person and a black person crime. That's it. And it shouldn't be considered still a hate crime. I guess it actually could be considered a little hate crime because he's had some incidents before. But you know, you know, that was actually an off thing. People wanted to say, "Oh, George, you know, George Floyd, he made mistakes. He's only human. The officer made a mistake. He's made mistakes." But people want to hold officers on a higher level. They're just human, just like we are. That's it. What he did still is still wrong. It's still tragic. But if we're gonna, or uh, if we can't hold George Floyd for his past, for his mistakes, that his record shows who he is and what he is, and with all the drugs in his system, then we can't hold anybody responsible. If you believe, if you do that, which a lot of people should do, it's like until they can really prove that they're changing. But it's not gonna happen because people want to believe that. Cops are always in the wrong. Cops, they, you know, cops, we should hold them at a higher level, which we shouldn't. Yeah, they shouldn't do what they did. You know, some, there are some bad cops, once again, that's been proven. But yet, don't do the crimes. Don't do exactly what they did. If you don't commit a crime, you will not deal with cops. I, I've been pulled over multiple times in, in my life it, with police officers. I, I'm going to say I never had a gun pointed at me. I probably I don't pay attention, but when you know one thing I do, I complied. I gave them my driver's license, my insurance, my registration when they need it, and I let them search me because I have nothing to hide. It's not once again. It's not being a bootlegger. It's just I like to live. And, you know, I got nothing to hide. It's not in violation of my constitutional rights. It's not because be very honest. I even told the officer, say, hey, you can search my car, but I will tell you this: behind my driver's seat. I have a medical bag. All the pills are in the, are in their bottles except one because it got broken. But it, the broken bottle is in a slip ball bag with those pills. I will tell you. And they didn't search. They didn't search me after that. But they, they found out that I was on the truth because when that happened, they thought I was coming from the lake. They thought I'd been drinking. Because my eyes are red, and I said, "No, officer, it's just because I have seizures, and your lights reflect on that. Your your flashing lights can cause me to have seizures." He called another officer. Two more actually did show up, and the, the and I told the officer the exact same thing, and the officer goes, "I understand you might have seizures, but you know we we get to we're light all the time." People say they consensually come from the lake, and they've not been drinking, and they've been drinking. I go, "Yeah, I'm not stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I, you know, I never done drinking and driving. One, I don't drink at all, and I'm proud for that. Always will be proud for that. And next thing you know, the officer asked me, "Would you do a field sobriety test?" And I go, "Yeah, I got no problem. I'm gonna pass every one of it." And first thing you know, what they do with the the finger, you know, move your eyes only. And once again, they still want to make sure. The, even the officer asked me, when's the last time you slept? Even though I kind of was a smart ass, I said, last night. I haven't been to bed yet, and what, you know, the fireworks and your lights. Because it was 4th of July weekend. I believe, yeah, it was 4th of July, and it was a lot of fun. And the officer was just doing their job. I had 
the officer never gave me a didn't give me a ticket. And the other thing, the reason why he pulled me over is because uh, my license plate light was out, and also he said to me that I was a little too close to the car in front of me, which I didn't think I was. But we are not going to be there to agree to disagree. So you know, he said, and I said, we let it go, and you know. We, we got along. I had a talk with the officers. And it's not just because I'm white. I think one of the officers was a little mixed color. I couldn't really remember. And the last part, he gave me a souvenir, which was the, the breathing tube, which I still have it. And he goes, here, here's your souvenir. I go, thank you. By the way, is your machine ever hit point zero zero zero? And he goes, nope. They've always had somebody with numbers. I go, well, that's going to be first time for everything. And it was. He goes, well, well, you know, he's not, he's good. They had not been drinking. So they gave me my license back. Uh, they did get, receive another call because there's something else happened. They had a, they had a rush and go. And I, the officer gave me my license back. He goes, I'm not getting your ticket. Uh, you're good to go. I waited a few minutes to actually just to be clear, let them go on their way. So that way they knew I wasn't going to run, <laughs> going to run. But, uh. Those officers, it tells you that not officers don't want to give people tickets, don't want to shoot people, don't want to taste people, and don't say, people can say it, oh, they don't kill white people. 50 to 30 white people have been dead this year by cops. This year. Guaranteed somebody don't want to believe that. Some people don't, which has been proven. But other than that, the cases are over. Got one down, two more to go. But yet again, I'm going to keep everybody information updated uh, with all their missing cases. And that's one with the FBI. Once again, if you know anything on the FBI's, please make those calls, submit a tips, essentially for the John Doe cases that have lost their lives multiple, uh, years ago. I believe, actually, a long period of time. Uh, I actually will say this before I get off. Uh, the black, the, the the founder of the Black Lives Matter. You know, she actually did find get with a family that lost a, a dad, Mr. Taff. I, I I've done his updated uh, that they're that they're there, which I'm proud for her to get involved in that one. This was I think that was a long time ago, but Mr. Taff still lost his life. Don't deserve to die. The people that I've said that are homicide victims, they didn't deserve to die. Don't it don't matter what their past is. So, if anybody knows anything, please make those calls. If anybody knows where those teenagers are missing, please make those calls. We have found two, three of them today. Let's make it four. Let's make it five. Let's make it ten. Let's make them, every single one of them are found. That's what we would love to hear. This is Chase Harding here. It is now officially Wednesday, so I'm sorry for the late response today. But happy Wednesday, have a good morning, have a good afternoon, good, have a good evening, whenever I get back on this app tomorrow, uh, today. Thank you guys very much. Take care to everybody. And once again, let's move on with life. Let's find justice for these other victims. That's what we need to do now. But have a good night. I'll see you all on the next one.